0: Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. Hi, I'm Michael Batnick, and this is the 20 Craziest Investing Facts Ever. This post originally appeared on my site in March of 2019, so some of the numbers might be a little stale. Nevertheless, they still hold water. Let's get started. Number one, since 1916, the Dow has made new all-time highs less than 5% of all days. But over that time, it's up over 25,500%. 95% of the time, you're underwater. The less you look at your portfolio, the better off you'll be. Number two, the Dow has compounded at less than three basis points a day since 1970. Since then, it's up more than 3,000%. Compounding really is magic. Number three, the Dow has only been positive 52% of all days. The average daily return is 0.73% when it's up and negative 0.76% when it's down. Tiny wins add up over time. Number four, the Dow has spent more time, 40% or more below the highs than within 2% of the highs. I repeat. The Dow has spent more time, 40% or more below the highs than within 2% of the highs. No pain, no gain. Number five, the Dow gained 38 points in the 1970s. No, really. No pain, no gain. Number six, why am I using the Dow instead of the S&P 500? Listen, they're the same thing. The rolling one-year correlation since 1970 is 0.95. Stop wasting your time on this. Number seven, at the low in 2009, U.S. stocks were back to where they were in 1996. Stocks for the long run, the very long run, usually, sometimes. Number eight, at the low in 2009, Japanese stocks were back to where they were in 1980. Risk is not always rewarded. Number nine, U.S. one-month treasury bills went 68 years with a negative real return. What's safe in the short run can be risky in the long run. Number 10, at the bottom in 2009, long-term US government bonds outperformed the stock market over the previous 40 years. Stocks generally outperform bonds, but there are no guarantees. Number 11, gold and the Dow were both 800 in 1980. Today, gold is around $1,900 an ounce and the Dow is 30,000? Cash flows over commodities. Number 12, over the last 20 years, gold is up 340%. Stocks are up 208% with dividends. Again, this data is a little bit dated. But the point is, you can support any argument by changing the start and end dates. Number 13, since 1980, gold is up 153%. Inflation is up 230%. Like I said, You can support any argument by changing the start and end dates. Number 14, CTAs gained 14% in 2008 when stocks lost 37%. Since 2009, they're up 2.5%. Ouch. Stocks are up 282%. Non-correlation cuts both ways. Number 15, this is my personal favorite. If you had invested from 1960 to 1980, and beaten the market by 5% each year, you would have made less money than if you had invested from 1980 to 2000 and underperformed the market by 5% a year. That one comes from Nick Majuli. When you were born is more important than almost everything else. Number 16, the Dow lost 17% in 1929. It lost 34% in 1930. It lost 53% in 1931 and it lost 23% in 1932. Be grateful. Number 17, Warren Buffett is the greatest investor of all time. In the 20 months leading up to the dot-com peak, Berkshire Hathaway lost 45% of its value. The NASDAQ 100 gained 225% over the same time. In the words of Corey Hofstein, no pain, no premium. Number 18, only 47.7% of stocks generated a lifetime return that matched one month treasury bills. The reason why so many mutual funds failed to beat the benchmark is because so many stocks failed to beat the benchmark. Number 19 Dow earnings were cut in half in 1908. The index gained 46% in the same year. The stock market does not always equal the economy. Finally, number 20. In 1949, the stock market was trading at 6.8 times earnings and had a 7.5% dividend yield. 50 years later, it reached a high of 30 times earnings and carried just a 1% dividend yield. You can calculate everything, yet still not know how investors are going to feel. For more of my insights, visit michaelbatnick.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today.